You're listening to HSBC Talks Business. Learn how businesses like yours are leveraging a wide range of banking solutions to maximize their success and how HSBC is helping them. Listeners should note that this episode has been recorded remotely, therefore the sound quality may vary. Thank you for listening. Accelerating payments and improving cash flow with HSBC Corporate Cards. Welcome to Episode 4, Brave New World, in a series of podcasts by Visa and HSBC with me, Vincent Evers. Today, we will be looking at how we can increase the sharing and access of data which could transform corporate experience. When are corporates going to start being brave enough to share as much information as consumers do? We can state with some confidence that if a customer can give good data to card companies, they can receive more valuable insights. They can see how many suppliers they have, how many of them take cards, what the spend is, what the number of payments and invoices is, and so forth. From that data, that will help the customer to be able to see what their invoice to payment ratio is with particular suppliers and analyse a whole range of other improvement opportunities. The fact is that around 80% of consumers give up their data in the blink of an eye and receive better experience and benefits as a result. But that's consumers. On the B2B side, we've found that 87% of companies have low business intelligence and only 31% of business executives would claim that they have a data-driven culture. They have the data when it comes to what they sell and their relationships with customers and consumers. But when it comes to what they buy, their data tends to be in a lump of what we might call noise. And they tend to not have great data when it comes to looking at their payment improvement opportunities. And that's a missed opportunity. There's no doubt that if you only tell your card issuer your number of suppliers and how much you're spending with them, they can only be so helpful. If, on the other hand, you can share some of those items we were looking at so that they can get to average invoice values, payment terms and so forth, they can be much more valuable. We talked in the previous episode about what customers are searching for. Things like process savings, automation, supplier relationships, rebate, working capital, those kinds of things. The fact is that they need to provide the bank with the data in order to enable these. So how do you as customers know what data is important? Most will rely on basic data elements required by the bank to check if the supplier just accepts cards, like the supplier's name and address, and their total spend. But these produce poor quality targets with limited opportunities. American statistician Nate Silver talks about the real meaning of being accurate and precise. If you don't give up enough data, you end up becoming inaccurate and imprecise. So how do we nudge behaviour to get better data here? Quite simply, the more you as customers can see the end result, the more you will share your data. The more data you load into the funnel, the more definition you can have, the greater precision, the more opportunity probability and a shorter list of suppliers can be focused on. You can zone in on the opportunities. In among the noise of data, we are trying to find the signal. There are three sources of data. 
the end user's data, usually encapsulated in their accounts payable and invoice files, the payment processing data, for example, from Visa, telling you the merchant category codes and so forth. And then there is third-party data, which is becoming more and more prominent out in the market. For example, the industry codes of what your suppliers actually do. So what's the purpose of each data element? This traditionally requires one such as address and city just there to, to match the supplier as to whether they take a card. And that's matching that data with the card payment processor, Visa in this case. Then there are summary business dimensions, such as the number of purchase orders, the number of invoices, the payment terms, the payment method. These are important because they liberate us to quantify buyer and supplier relationships more accurately. Deeper still, there are the detailed business dimensions, such as the PO number, the document date, the invoice number, the currency, and so forth. These start to give us more complete visibility of the channel in which payments are made. If you start to share these, and you have a transactional level view of the buyer-supplier relationship, this actually happens each time there's a transaction. Well, then we can get to identify the specific pain points with payments and what pain is being inflicted by certain payment strategies. Finally, there are business organisation documents or information, such as knowing whether that spend or transaction was for direct or indirect spend and which business unit or region it was for. And those kind of data elements will allow segmentation opportunities. Taking all these data sources into account, we can say that customers should be thinking about what data they can provide to get better card acceptance, quantified opportunities, transactional opportunities and structural opportunities. Let's give you an example. Many different parties will want different parts of the data along the chain. Whereas the landscape used to be relatively simple when we look at things like fintech, it's now crowded, complex and dynamic. There are no longer just a handful of ERP providers, banks and so on. Deregulation and disruption have opened up the playing field to many, many organisations and they're all after your data. Some of them may have it already. Yes, the ERPs are still largely the custodians of the process and ultimately owning the central control of the data. And they dominate that requisition to pay process data flow. But we're now seeing disruptive providers who have focused their service around discrete parts of the process, whether it's the requisition to purchase phase or the purchase to pay. All these providers will have good data that might be interesting to your bank issuer and can help them identify opportunities. To revisit a recurring theme, those opportunities will appeal to different parts of the business, such as procurement, accounts payable, treasury and compliance. What about data considerations, though? I mean, when we tend to look at regulation, GDPR, PCI DSS, these all impose rigorous controls and restrictions around user data. And these would clearly influence what data you are thinking about giving up. In general, the data customers will give up, though, is, is not sensitive. Unless you have sole traders in the database whose personal information is in there. But these could be excluded from the data file quite simply. Typically, no card numbers or personal information need ever be shared. So things like the GDPR have minimal and almost non-existent relevance. 
Where there is sensitive data, the information could always be tokenized. To discuss this further, we spoke with David Kitchener, cash and payments manager at Wessex Water. So, David, what kind of challenges do you face when you're trying to obtain uh, data from your payments? Um, a common problem encountered when sourcing new suppliers is that most companies and finance teams do not know their merchant account details or the data levels passed when processing a car payment. This is the most challenging aspect of engaging and sourcing. Great. And when you look at an ideal state, what kind of data would you really like and why? Line item detail is the key component for our company um, and compliance Detailed transaction data is passed with all transactions um, and it's used for specific searches, uh, purchases such as items, quantity and, and other merchant-specific order information, HRC uh, VAT data uh, that can make a compliant transaction and it removes the requirement for supporting paper or electronic VAT invoices to evidence a purchase. And a couple of other questions, David. So when, when you think uh, there's card data that's available, but are there other sources of data that are particularly important to you as well in trying to uh, manage your role? Merchant data in terms of merchant number, trying to identify uh, a com- supplier in terms of a target market for setting merchant blocking controls when uh, issuing cards to business departments within the company or to individual users. And when you get this data, what kind of systems are you using in order to be able to view that data and interrogate it? We use MyVision Premium, which is the HSBC um, expense management solution, uh, ideal for reconciliation, um, accounting, risk management and spend data controls. And how many people would typically have access to those kind of systems in your your organisation? We have around five admin controllers uh, managing all data around cardholders, reading new cards, setting reports, um, and roughly around 20 to 25 managers that are not directly responsible for authorizing transactions, but have an overview of spend across their entire departments. So whilst uh, not seeing individual items being processed through the car program, they can dip in and out of the system at any time to see an overview of what spend is by activity, area, cost or by user. Now, there's a lot of talk in the industry about consumerization of experience. And what that tends to mean is um, we, as consumers, are willing to give up our data in, in return for greater benefits and advantages and so forth. Now, when it comes to the corporate world or to the uh, public and private sector, what's, what's your view on do you Do you see companies starting to feel uh, that they can give up some of their data a bit more easily than maybe they did in the past? Definitely. There are uh, new government legislation requirements for companies to provide payment data, data that already captures um, key information such as volumes of invoices, time to take payments, um, and spend data is uh, around cars is a, is a key component to how you can establish a, a central database for the collection of information. That was David Kitchener, Cash and Payments Manager at Wessex Water. 
In conclusion, if you're not giving up your data, you have to get used to being dissatisfied with what you potentially could achieve. Corporates have been protective about their data in the past, and they're perhaps missing out on enormous opportunities as a result. But now, perhaps, is the time to change. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to listen to the other episodes in this series. I'm Vincent Evis. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for joining us for HSBC Talks Business. To learn more about anything you heard today, please visit business.hsbc.com.